That's your job, Sluggy. What is he Holy, eating? What? That is some of the loudest crunchy wraps ever. Man. Scott, we can hear Scott? A little bit. Uh, yeah, I would say so. <laughs> I mean, I, I will show you. I mean, I barely touched the thing. Yeah. I don't know why. Uh, hmm. Okay, I won't even touch it. Because you're touching the microphone. Yeah. It's like that foil that's on the on astronaut rovers and stuff. It just looks very <laughs> delicate but loud. You mean those space blankets you got as a kid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, or, or after you run a marathon and they cover you in that in Scott's wrappers. <laughs> <laughs> the Caliendo Cast with Frank Caliendo, John Holmes. You know what? That's good enough. <clears throat> That's not. That was real. That was real. Hold on. Let me replay. Oh, was it ever? It sounds like every show you're going to start out with some type of gassy issue. <laughs> what? That's <laughs> cherry. Yeah, that was cherry meaty. Coke. You asked. You asked for it's it. It's not. That didn't sound meaty. That oh, sounded yeah. hollow. No, sound like a drain. That did sound like a drain. drain. Yeah. On the other way. Garbage disposal. That's right. When they I don't sound, sound like one of those 90s uh, uh, morning zoo kind of uh, <laughs> Fake <burps>. sound effects. <laughs> did you record those in your. In your first career? <laughs> My original career used to be the burp guy on uh, Harold's Wacky Zany Hut. And uh, I was in Missoula. <laughs> Missoula. Harold's Wacky Zany Hut in Missoula. Hey, it's Harold up here in the Wacky Zany Hut. Let's give him a burp. <laughs> All right, the mornings can begin. And because it's Montana, he'd be there by himself. <laughs> Would be one guy. Yep. Really sad. And an echoey studio. <laughs> Did you ever see that uh, real sports where they had the guy that did the sports, the weather, and the news for some station in eastern Montana? Like, it was a one-man operation. He did everything. No. He was like an old-school sitcom, like the Andy Griffith Show, where you went to a city, and the guy just changed hats, and he yeah. would be the sheriff, the judge. Uh, that's not like an I, I Love Lucy episode. Are you burping I, to the side? I had to get one out. I, I covered it. You, you have to acknowledge it when I get rid of it. Time's yours. That's not what it is. That what Congratulations, Andy. Congratulations. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, man. He's Des- saying man despite, lot, man. Your, despite your coaching abilities throughout the wait, game, wait, 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 Kyle wait, Shanahan wait, wait, managed to undercoach you the last 12 minutes of the game I so like, you can be a champion. I just try to play at a certain level, have my guys play at a certain level, yep. let people play <laughs> underneath it. Fantastic job. Yeah, the opposition. Played Son of a bitch! <laughs> I'm just saying, great starts all through the playoffs, fan, aren't you? A little bit, Steelers. Fan. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. You got one. That's how they do this year. It's all right. We got six total. How you been? Recently, well, <laughs> very well. Twenty four hours. You get so defensive. You get. <laughs> yeah, I get mad about it for real. <laughs> you got. You had pure. The only other thing is like when somebody else when somebody else says something about radio to you, and because you are. Really good. Wow. Beyond beyond good. Yeah. Uh you'll you get like this oh yeah. <laughs> Check the ratings. <laughs> I do a lot of that. That's just But it's more arrogance out of a joke. And also no, it's, because it's real. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's more real I don't know. It's it's the same thing when somebody says to me when somebody tells me to work on an impression oh. and I get the All right, let's yeah. just duke it out right now. Yeah. Jack hold let me work on that. Like an Eminem rap battle. Like you should <laughs> right. like a, there should be like a big like you know like you were in a ring 
Frank, and you could go up against uh, anybody but Daryl Hammond. You don't. You yeah, don't you can't mess have with him Hammond. in the ring. No, I win by forfeit. Yeah, he wouldn't he show runs up. Runs off. He hates you. Yeah, and me I and know. Scott. I guess I I'm gonna do a little of that. I'm just I'm not sure <laughs> you if could, I'm you gonna... could do an okay. Do, do do an impression of his mom, and he'd run. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I think it, oh, you have to read the book. Wouldn't it be more oh, his damn. dad? Was it his mom that was the... the... Oh, it was his mom. His oh. mom was just I thought everybody brutal. beat him. Didn't everyone beat him, though? Yes, but especially his mom. Especially. I think that make Would that not screw you up more if your mom was the worst yeah. one of the two? I would think, because I grew up with a dad that beat me, Yeah. but I had my mom, and my mom once took a fly swatter to me. That was about as uh, brutal as it got. That's not so bad. No, that's not bad at all. So, uh, yeah. And then uh, should we share our Daryl Hammond stories now instead of doing Frank with his uh, – can- no. We'll no, 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 no. This is – this is we got to recap a bunch of Super Bowl stuff. We have a very – I missed it. I so, show. Spoiler alert, show. guys. I haven't seen it yet. You haven't seen what? The, the Super, Super Bowl? Bowl? Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. No, not, not even a- – It's 2020. This whole spoiler alert thing works for everything. Oh, no one, really? No one can talk about uh. anything anymore. Sorry. You're eight episodes ahead of me. I'm only on the 2016 election. Wait a second. So don't wreck Do the caucus. Do you know about – who got to the Super Bowl? Are I'm, you there yet? I am on the division round. Okay, so you're in the divisional. So I'm almost there, but don't ruin it. You'll be a jerk. So you know you... the uh, you know Wild Card Weekend. You know what happened there? Yes, I just finished that last night, but I don't have time to watch the rest of these. Okay, so keep you know. Let's not talk about. Let's talk about something else. You're joking right now, right? Of course not. That was a good. Of course <laughs> not. That was really a good. Of course not. Because I, I didn't know where to go with you it. Weren't it sure after? No, I knew. I obviously knew. <laughs> yeah. Because we text back and forth, but that yeah. was a, that. Of course, not hit me as I thought you were saying. Of course, of and then course you hit a knot, yeah. Yeah. and the knot was down. Powerful, very good. So power- thank you. Well, there you go. That should. Hey, do John, it. I'm just. I, I, I hate to be. Chiefs won. <laughs> thank you. Damn it. No, no. Kamala Harris is not in the Iowa caucus right uh-huh. now. I'm just going to tell you right now, she's wasted, not there. I've wasted all my money. I- <laughs> Are you are you doing uh, the daily long shot? Is that what <laughs> is that in politics letting us know who's not in anymore yeah. or who might get back in eventually? Is that That's my new thing. It's my new podcast. I'm going to have a bunch. <laughs> I'm going to have about 10 and I'm only going to do one episode on each one. That's going to be my niche. Scott Long breaks down who won't be winning simply because yeah. they're not running. In our lead, it was, it was a good night for you, Andy Reid. I was, I yeah, was very was. happy. I even teared up a little bit. Did you? Yeah, I did. I liked it. I, I got a little emotional. Not as did much you? as Pansy Scott, <laughs> but I was drunk. It's true. I was. Were you drunk. really? Oh yeah. We How was the event blessed. over there? It was amazing. It was great. I haven't watched a Super Bowl with a crowd in forever, and it was, uh, it was actually really fun. I actually uh, didn't think I would, and I enjoyed. So I enjoyed you did it over with ninety eight QPD, and yeah. you were over at uh, your station, which yeah. you own now. That's right. And uh, you were at CB Live. Yep, the comedy club up there, CB Live. We opened the whole thing up to the, the bar, and we had probably eleven hundred people. It's great. It wow, eleven hundred people. That's oh, yeah. great. It was full inside, outside. We had a outside, and it was really interesting. It was a third Niners fans, a third Chiefs fans, and a third people who just didn't care. They were just there to see you? Well, no, they were just there to watch football. Burp. and Listen, yeah, to, listen, to, listen to this. The drain's about to get out. So, uh, they call, we call him Ajax because <laughs> he cleans out the drain. Look at that. It's like, no, Chachi. no more clogs there, Chachi. Oh, man, uh, have you seen Holmberg? I mean, <laughs> Philly when the guy burps Philly. Holmberg, they call him the plumber. <laughs> so, yeah, it was kind of interesting because uh, the weird part was when the Chiefs won, Chiefs fans were – somewhat boring about it i figured 
they'd be losing their minds, and it was just kind of a. That's why Patrick Mahomes loves. Uh, I love it there. I love it there. I can't yeah. do it. Uh, well, I don't know. You can't do Patrick Mahomes dressed like this. No, I can. <laughs> I could have been. I could have been pretty good. But it's uh, it was weird because I expected them to really lose their minds or have emotion themselves, but I didn't see any emotion on Chiefs fans. I don't think that's a Kansas City. That's not the way. <laughs> not if you if you deliver a big plate of ribs, they cry. <laughs> first, so, first thirty-two would, years of my life, I was a Chiefs fan. First yeah. thirty-two years. And what you get adjusted to is that you expect the chair to be pulled out. Yeah. And I think they were in a state of shock because the game looked over until oh. third and 15. And then what happened? What the hell happened? It was how over. could Tyreek, how could Tyreek, you know, Tyrone Hill, Tyreek, open Tyreek is that, yeah. I was, I was going to call him Tyreek. How it could is. he be not open? Yeah. Then he yeah. said Tyrone. Then he called him Tyrone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. Somehow, right? call him call him Scott <laughs> T Hill, <laughs> Scott T Hill, <laughs> Scotty Hill, doing the political update. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the caucuses are underway, but you just felt it always with you know Schottenheimer, uh, you know, just every coach that the Chiefs have had. There was always that letdown, even last year. Yep. You know, they didn't get the ball in the overtime. Yeah. So you just felt like it wasn't going to happen. I would guess there was more tears today when they woke up and they were like, oh, my God, we are the champions. It's real. Yeah. Well, it, there could be because they're just not used to – they don't know how to win right. a Super Bowl. They don't know what it's like, no. so it was like all new. And I'll, I will uh, say this. If your team wins a Super Bowl, and uh, this is the weird thing, it's this giant exhale. There isn't a whole lot of euphoria that comes with that. Like you want it to be bigger – than it actually is for you, the fan. But it's it's this like I've been to a couple where the Steelers have won, and you're just like, oh, because you don't realize how much pressure you put on yourself as a fan for a couple of weeks. <laughs> it's think about being yeah. a player. Then. I can't think imagine. about the amount of pressure you're putting on yourself as a fan. I know to be a player or a coach because yeah. it all does come down to the coach. In Absolutely. The NBA. Although players can get blamed for other than the quarterback, who's kind of the coach on the field. But the coach and the quarterback get blamed for everything, and it, it makes a lot of sense why. Yeah, I mean, well, rightfully so. They're starting to move the chess pieces in the most crucial times of the season of any one particular game. And, man, it showed last night. I mean, that that is a coach's loss, if you ask me. And now we're looking at two times for Kyle Shanahan. And all I saw today was people just basically saying, well, he's got to live with this because – he did the exact same thing he did when he was the offensive coordinator with Atlanta, and we talked about it on the Saturday pregame show. Uh, was like he can't fall into that again. He's got to stay in character, and for some reason, he didn't, and it cost him. Yeah, and, and you were making that point when you were texting me that he, and I've heard it a couple times uh, as well from other people who probably copied you, <laughs> but uh, people are saying that Shanahan is now the new Andy yeah, Reid. They passed the torch. in the big game. Nah. But, but hold on. I, 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 the funny thing is, Andy Reid is now a Hall of Famer for sure. People thought yeah. he was a sure. Hall of Famer before. But that's Shanahan's been there once, only once as a head coach. People are, you know, as OC, they're get, they're you know getting on him for that. Um, where That yeah, was huge, it, though. Yeah, absolutely. It was a big, a big part of it. Um, you but, know what else, though? Well, there's... There's a statistic that teams that uh, winning teams that have ten point leads going into the fourth quarter are almost impossible to beat. I mean, it's the, the ninety yeah, the ninety four point whatever percent. It's that insane. Five thirty eight. 
it's inc- said that incredible. They said it's this one's over. They tweeted that out or whatever. I didn't see that, but I already I knew. I just read about it. I, yeah, I, I knew the stat before because uh, you know, being a fan of a team that grinds it out, you run into these stats. Like, don't worry about it. You're a team that runs the ball. You got a ten point lead with with eight minutes or more or less to go. It's yours if you don't do anything stupid. And it just started. You know when it it started to seem to change to me. And we pointed this out uh, on the show this morning when. Uh, John Lynch came down and stood directly behind his coach. And I don't know if – I haven't watched enough Niners games to know if he did that all year, but it seemed awfully strange to have the general manager basically down there going, hey, great job, close her out. It is strange. And there was a lot of time left on the clock. Did you see the looks? They cut to him a couple times, and he was – John Lynch was going – you know, he's going to the face with the the pull across the face. Like, oh, God, what's what's happening here? And that's you when can you feel go it back slipping up to your away. booth. Yeah, and that's when you leave the coach. I mean, he's inches. He didn't do it, Jerry Jones. He wasn't just on the sidelines. He was a couple of feet behind Kyle Shanahan. I mean, clearly talking to the coach during the game. And there's a point where you got to be like, dude, let me have this. Go away. Yeah, uh, it's Kyle Shanahan. That's on Shanahan not to turn and go, John. You've got to go. I mean, you're putting you're putting unnecessary pressure on this. You being down here is making people grip. And there's got to be some of that. Also, I mean, I just look at that whole uh, ending of him. Clamping down and telling his defense, "Hey, look, it's twenty to seventeen. Um, he changed the entire makeup of the offense by getting weird and throwing the ball and going downfield and whatever. Almost as if he's announcing to the defense, uh, "We have to score. They're going to score again." Instead of just going, "All right, clock's our friend. We're still in the lead. Three points for us. That's great. We've got the lead. Let's bash this thing into the ground, punt it away, and put it on our defense's shoulders." But you could sense it. That he's like, oh my God, if we don't get the ball down the field and get points on, they're just going to run it down our throat. And it's exactly what happened. Two plays changed the game on the offensive side for the 49ers. The offensive pass interference call on, uh, what's his name, the tight end. Yeah. Kittle. Uh, Kittle yeah. at the end of the first half, which Dude. I agree, I think it it was. He pushed off. Yeah. It was. Absolutely. And he's strong. Yeah. He's strong. Well, that's the other thing I've heard them saying. Yeah. They might not call that with a wide receiver. Yeah. But they're calling it with a giant, you know, a 250, 270-pound, right. whatever he is. Very physical. Yeah, they're He's calling strong. that, which in my own – because Mike Pereira was talking about that too, the the former NFL, I think, head of officials who's on Fox, about how if it's a tight end, that's a big that's a yeah. big difference than a wide receiver. Wide you create receiver. separation with yeah. that. You're not supposed to create. And yeah, and Shanahan got the face. Yeah. The face I always talk about that if you, if you start making that – Right, you're in trouble. You don't see a lot of quarterbacks doing that. That ah. yeah. When they make, when somebody makes that face, your whole demeanor changes, and yeah. everybody who you're leading gets that face too. Yeah. It's a yep. Pied Piper kind of situation. No, no. The other can play. I, hold on one put- second, Scott. The other play was in uh, the second half when Garoppolo missed that deep ball. That was huge. Um, it was. He just threw it too far. Uh, and they but hadn't it's a been doing low it. Oh, percentage yeah. pass. Everybody's putting it on Jimmy G's. I've got to hit that shot. Got to hit. You do, but it's a low percentage pass. I think it was third and ten when they threw that. And you're like, the first down they threw it. Second down they ran a one yarder because they became so predictable and strange. And I mean, when they threw on first down, the Chiefs are like, thank you. And then the next one, like, now we know you're going to run because you got to clock it a little bit. And the third down, I think the deep ball kind of took the Chiefs by surprise. But it's low percentage. You'll take that shot if they get it. The Chiefs get the ball back fast, but. The problem I had was that just out of character to go deep like that and then say, well, Jimmy G's got to hit all those. That's video game talk. You, I mean, yeah, yeah, you should hit them all. Well, when you're not doing it all the time. Right. That's, and, especially in game speed. And now it's Shanahan's like, please get this third and 10 with a deep ball. 
or yeah. we all look stupid. And now you've put pressure on a guy who's like, okay, you haven't asked me to do this He's for really four weeks. He's really handsome. He's a good-looking man. Handsome. Very handsome. Handsome usually wins. Scott, what it's is good for have? seven. So each NFL uh, big game, they have a referee, former referee in there. I suggest we put Frank in the booth to look at faces. <laughs> and whenever somebody <laughs> makes a certain face, because you're the face expert. Yeah. You know, how, how do you get faces down? You, like, get the essence of people. You could predict, like Romo, what's going to happen in the future, like five plays. Oh, ahead Jim, he looks like face. the sad face on the theater sign. <laughs> Jim. It's hard to see you like this, Tony. Oh, Jim. Look, they go, oh, I'm, I'm starting to weep myself, Jim. This is not what we're looking forward to here. You've really let yourself go. <laughs> okay. I, I, I'm going to take uh, some of what Holmgren's saying here. Close I'm enough. calling you Holmgren because it's the Super Bowl. <laughs> I have the mustache. And, I I, yeah. and, and uh, a lot of people don't know there was a famous Swedish comedian who wore white face named Holmgren. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> I didn't okay, know that. Now, yeah, look it up. So what I would tell you is, is that I think the defensive line got tired oh, in yeah. that fourth quarter. They were tired. And I also think that what we have discovered from the playoffs and maybe even this season is the new thing that every successful team's probably going to have to have is a quarterback that can get outside the pocket. Most of our life, it was all drop back passes. I know you don't like that idea, John. I don't. You don't like it. You don't like the guy that can get outside the pocket. You would rather him stick in there like a Tom Brady or a or a yeah. Peyton Manning or even a Jimmy G, who played a Tom Brady esque game Very much. yesterday, uh, completing almost every pass, but he could not make a big play which there's maybe five guys in the NFL that can make it, but that's what we're going to be looking for now. Come, Kyle, Kyler Murray is uh, going to have uh, – and, and I know you're not a big fan of his either. I suspect if if they can run things right, you know, they should just watch the Mahomes film yeah. and then try to find some kind of fast guy that they can throw to because that's the new football. Unless yeah. they have some kind of changes, it's – it's uh, like Aaron Rodgers was the first guy I saw that could do that. Like Mahomes that could go outside the pocket and throw on the run like yeah. that. But well, he can't run like, like he used to. It was like uh, uh, Steve Young and I always said early Ben Roethlisberger could move around a lot better than people remember. I mean, he was a very mobile in the pocket guy. He'd get outside and throw a ball. Andrew anyway, Luck. Andrew Luck had the same thing. But I don't think I, – I just mm. think it's good versus not good. Everybody always wants to anoint how football's going to look based on what sure. a guy just did. And Patrick Mahomes is so special. You're not going to go out and court, well, we need a mobile quarterback just like Mahomes. You're not getting that. It just doesn't no. exist. He, he is li- he's, mm-hmm. he's the new – you said Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. He's like Aaron yeah. Rodgers exponentially. Though. I'll tell you this. I think, yeah. I think it's even unfair after three years to say he's like. He's Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, he man. definitely yeah. – uh, He does stuff I've never seen. <sighs> Absolutely. Yeah. And, and Andy, it's uncoachable. Uh, it's, Good for yeah. him, though. Uh, Andy Rodgers uh, – uh, Aaron Rodgers has never had though a Hill or a Kelsey. No, no. And I look. I still think Russell Wilson's the best quarterback in football right now. And I wouldn't if, disagree. If you gave but he doesn't him, have a Hill or a Kelsey. No, if you gave him the Chiefs, there wouldn't be yeah. deficits. I'll tell you that. That guy yeah. would coach around though. So as Mahomes grows, 
he is Patrick Mahomes. Everybody's like, oh, it's the next this, it's the blah, blah. No, I, I literally am watching this guy. I'm like, I've I'm, I'm not seen this. I can try to compare him to Steve Young. I can try to say even Michael Vick, Randall Cunningham to a certain extent are like guys who could just whip it anywhere. He does stuff right. I've not seen yet. And it isn't, sure. it isn't mobile. He's not fast in particular. He's elusive. I don't think he can what outrun him. 40? Anybody know his 40? Somebody's find out his 40 yeah. in the combine is probably like a four. It's probably good. Eight, four, seven. That's yeah. not that good. Well, I mean, I mean it's you, good for a quarterback. Yeah. A four. Eh, it wasn't know. Russell Wilson level or What's Andrew Russell? Luck level. What was Russell's? Four, five? It was a four. They eight. both. Patrick Mahomes ran a four, eight flat. Four, yeah. eight. There you go. So yeah. that's okay. It's, and what did Kyler Murray run? Kyler was like a. He, I don't think he ran it. Well, he only had to run the 20 because he's not full grown. <laughs> Kim, you don't know. Whenever whenever John talks about him on the KUPD morning show, they play Webster. They play yeah, Webster that's theme. the Webster theme. Oh. <laughs> and he had that stuck in my head, and I did Larry Fitzgerald's celebrity dinner thing that I was invited to work at for free and not uh, – Did a lot of work for and, nothing. That yeah, night. I nice. went to stand up on a stairway and uh, – and I, I said uh, something about Kyler and referenced Webster because it was yeah. in my head from you. My fault. And I just got a just like, crickets. Cr- not even like <laughs> dead crickets, less than crickets. And I, and I actually said out loud, Holmberg. <laughs> that got a better laugh than. than <laughs> That's great. No wonder, no wonder Wolfley is that his name? Hates you, John. He probably he hates, hates me you now. I didn't know that. I no, bet Ron, he hates they you like, because they he love loves him. Kyler Murray. I never uh, said I loved Kyler Murray. I like Kyler Murray. <laughs> the offensive player of the year as far as rookies I go. i got to tell you, the Chinese fighting fish Larry Fitzgerald is the one that likes Kyler Murray. He's good. He's not great. Let's not go crazy. Dave Pash loves you so much. Really? Oh, God. <laughs> All he ever does is, uh, hey, have Holmberg do more of that. What about me? No, Holmberg. <laughs> yeah, the uh, Holmberg's. Yours sounds too Bill Walton. Mine His, sounds uh, Bill Walton. Uh, no, mine yours sounds goes like, Jesse Ventura. Little it does Jesse, go heavy. But little Jesse Ventura. It's, it's the dog from the the, uh, the Bible claymation it, thing. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, oh, Davy yeah. and Goliath. It's Davy and Goliath. Yeah, Davy and Goliath. Yeah. Oh, Dave, David. If I could get a, a big house, I'd live inside of. You could put a door in a door for just me, and I'd go outside <laughs> and do my business. David, can we eat breakfast now? <laughs> <laughs> See that's that's just a great take. Yeah, and uh, my, mine struggles because that's great. Is when you can this mustache is get it off. It's get, sliding. Get it's so gross. Oh, so and it's not even sweaty. No, it's just uh, no. It's I, I I think I must have uh, Lou Holtz a little bit. I guess you That's why you could never grow a mustache. I tried to grow a mustache in about seventy five. There were it looked like ornaments hanging off a Christmas tree. Every little face pubes is hard sometimes. They get wet and do you can't eat your soup. It's a, I call them stalagmites. Stalagmites of spit. Best part about having the mustache, though, was getting a little extra food later unexpected. Yeah, there's always a snack just waiting for you. Getting up there when you least expected it. <laughs> sometimes I just lick my lips and hope. And sometimes... <laughs> Sometimes I dive in twice as deep into the like, uh, chocolate, 
just go for it. Just chop around inside there. Grow it out real thick. Get something in there and surprise yourself with a chunk of meat. The other thing you can do is you have a milkshake, stick your head in the freezer, and you got pudding pop. That sounds great. Let's do it tonight. <laughs> Let's freeze your heads. Bless freeze you. your heads. Bless you. Oh, we did this once on my show, and it went on for about 40 minutes. <laughs> And we lost every listener that morning. It was a Lou Holtz day. He's he's unstoppable. Yeah, but I, I, start- I, heard, Dan, I heard Dan Patrick talk about because he does a pretty good Lou Holtz. And he interviewed Lou Holtz and said, hey, I do an impression of you. And he did it. Lou Holtz's not a fan of yeah. the impression of, of himself. Why does everyone think I sound like this? That's ridiculous. He, he, he makes the joke himself. Lou Holtz goes... Only in America can a guy who sounds like me become a motivational speaker. <laughs> you just spent yeah, um, course <laughs> I did. There was about four pounds of fettuccine <laughs> white sauce. <laughs> <I did> that <laughs> Alfredo. Hey, hey, hey. You Alfredo <laughs> your mic, which makes the mic delicious again in about 30 minutes. Some guys are... Pillars, some guys are burpers, <laughs> some guys are quitters, and they don't get as much money on the street. Absolutely, and they're called the San Francisco 49ers. Because <laughs> they quit in the end. They just gave up, David. Somebody's playing a song. What just happened? You got a call? I think I just got the calling from the Lord Jesus. He just threw his phone away. You... I just threw it. I just threw it out the window, and I don't even have a window in the Did basement. Did you guys just hear the it. harps at Scott's house? I think he's been called. <laughs> he's just standing. Clarence. Clarence. I hear you. Every time Scott's phone rings, hey, Angel gets its wing. Every time Scott's phone rings. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, he, he gets closer to the heavenly father. <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy. I'm merging him and Wolfley. Your yeah. Wolfley. <laughs> Can you believe it, David? <laughs> or morphing is happening yeah. in front of you, David. Look at what's happened, David. Anyway, sorry. That got out of hand. Quickly. Quickly. Now you kind need of to... like Ooh. the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Segway Weird. back in. How about this, though? Between, I think all three of us were guessing that the score would be 31-20. If you go back mm-hmm. to Saturday's show, I've been saying 31-20 the whole time since I bet the under. I'm like, I don't see this going past 50, 51 points. And I said, I look at a final of 31-20. I just didn't have the guts to call who would have it. I wanted the Niners. I kind of rooted for the Niners. I thought they were the you better team. You said the Niners would win the game. No, I thought they what were the better team. Well, oh, he, he did say they'd win the game, but he said he wouldn't put the lettuce on it. wouldn't put any money on this game because I could see okay. it going That was when I brought up yeah. the power of prayer, buddy. And he <laughs> told right. me that uh, the sentimental, always the sentimental's garbage. Yeah. But he was worried about it, but he said, I, I can't. Yeah. I don't know on this game. And then he went. I would never have bet this game. Well, as a team, it, it just there, it just too many weird little gimmies no. could happen. But I knew when they got sure. to like twenty three twenty, the team that was had the momentum was going to get that cheapy, and and it was and it's exactly what. And before you go well, on, Scott, was- I want to say to people who uh, are didn't hear the Super Bowl pregame episode, what we're talking about now was an episode that actually came out the other day in between episodes. So if you're missing some of the uh, information of what we're cutting or calling back to and you did listen last week that's why there was an episode in the middle so a little extra for you from your friends here at the <laughs> Frank Caliendo cast Scotty <laughs> <laughs> 
I should burp now. Scotty. 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 Give me a hot take. Scotty. Became a whole different show. Scotty. I thought your your point of view was perfect on the under, though, John, when you were breaking down the under and defenses, and then the whole game, you're like, yeah, this game is like the easiest under. And then it got scary if you had the under. Well, when they I got, mean, it just when, shows you. Yeah, when they got to twenty four twenty, I'm like, they're gonna get somebody's getting a cheapy here, and yeah. then we're then we're worried because now we're at fifty one, and there's going to be desperation. But luckily, uh, the desperate forty niners had had broken character. They didn't know who they were for the last four minutes, and it really showed. It, I mean, the the fact, and I almost feel bad for Kyle Shanahan because it's such a carbon copy. I saw more highlights of Atlanta, New England today on TV than I saw of the actual Super Bowl last night. They kept going back to saying, why did he throw the ball with Atlanta? Remember the sack fumble and his defense was on the field for six minutes and the and the, the Patriots scored and then he goes out in his first second down and he throws the ball. Ryan gets sacked, fumbled, they get the ball back and the defense is back out in less than 40 seconds. And I mean, I watched that again and it's like he started to grip and get nervous that they couldn't hold the lead so he tried to get quick scores. You know why? It was crazy. Geniuses think different than we do. You think? No, because we're genius. Oh, that's right. Yes. I'm sorry, I guys. Forgot I forgot for a second. News. I had a momentary <laughs> lapse of, of genius. genius. Uh, breaking news. Uh, the Iowa caucus is Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Buttigieg is 25%. Uh, Warren, 18. Sanders, 18. Klobuchar, 18. Biden, 15. Wow. That's only Cedar Rapids. Okay, and uh, uh, by the time this comes out, <laughs> we'll have known. Your breaking He's news. He's doing live updates. We'll have been broken. On a taped show. Like, that's what's funny about it. Who cares? <laughs> now. <laughs> no, no, that was the whole thing. It was the whole bit. It was the bit. Come oh, on, that get was the that, bit. That's Come a, on. Can you, uh, that was the bit. Can you text us what your underlying comedy theme is? <laughs> I, don't have to, I don't have to do research on where you're coming from. Yeah, it's true. Scott, oh what's happening on The friend. Bachelor right now? <laughs> Did you ever hear Mel Kiber Jr. do The Bachelor? No. Like, they they made him stop because oh. ESPN said they get mad. He loves The Bachelor. So he would break it yeah. down. Tremendous situation. I love oh. Brittany, number one, because there's four different Britneys. Every <laughs> single, every time. Yeah. Oh, he knew it all, and he would go into it, yeah. And uh, but they made him stop because his show was not for it was for hardcore sports fans yeah. they didn't like it people get upset about that yeah, was, instead of just letting a man enjoy his bachelor night yeah he's mel kiper jr yeah it's the only thing that ever made him human yeah, yeah. it really it was the only time because he was the least human person like ever because he just spent time in his parents basement watching videotapes in baltimore <laughs> and he, he was just some kid in baltimore that started watching college football games and sending out a draft thing back in the in the eighties. The, it's amazing that you know that he had an interest in girls. It was a nice thing he's to know. He's got a beautiful wife, a beautiful daughter, and he's I the bet. nicest guy in the world. It's I've said this to, to people before that say Mel Kiper Jr. They get mad. I go no no no. He's like reverse Superman kind of thing where he <laughs> takes off the glasses and he's this evil guy. He takes off the glasses. All of a sudden he's a nice neighborly fella. You know, like he, I'm like who are you? And his yeah. wife's like see. Yeah. Uh, this he's he's just a totally different person. So I, I do get, have to ask you this though, if yeah. Mel Kiper. What do you think, Todd McShay? How do you think he'd do on The Bachelor? Talk about Todd. You take a look at maybe a few years ago. Todd looked incredibly good <laughs> and really fit. These days, the Chiefs are Chief cheeks, cheeks, Chiefs are still on my mind because a good friend Andy Reid. All of them, even though I'm out here in Baltimore, taking a look at a different situation, looking out there in Kansas City. I, I didn't hear anybody say this. You hear anybody say this, Scott? You hear anybody say this, uh, uh, John? Uh, Kansas City masterpiece. Is that anybody? 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 
do never that. Heard it. Never heard it. Nobody did nice. that on a headline. Nobody did that headline. It's a tremendous headline. Talking about, let me break it down for a second. Masterpiece, Kansas City masterpiece. It's a, it's a, it's a, a type of barbecue sauce better than Hunt's. Which, by the way, the Hunt family having a fantastic time. Ooh. Hunt's, maybe they, uh, a lot of ketchup, tomato sauce. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Uh, you know, the only thing better than this is those. Uh, what's what, what's the thing he loves? Uh, it's not Eskimo pies that he loves. What does he love? He loves. Um, he loves. Uh, you know too much about Mel Kiper. Moon pies. Yeah, moon pie and moon pie, which is also, which also has what I what I like to call Andy Reid. Hey, moon pie. <laughs> it might be dangerous to have Casey masterpiece written all over Kansas City, or Andy Reid's going to go to an early grave. If everything's edible at that point. He was. Did you notice he was trying to kind of calm down? Oh, he, I felt he was purple because he thought maybe that there could be some kind yeah. of. Yeah, uh, and then he went and issue. ate a. a a hamburger the size of the table I'm sitting at right now. Oh my God, he's still eating. Andy, are you all right? <laughs> <laughs> Andy, how'd you enjoy the Super Bowl? Does it go well? Oh, it was a great, great game. Yeah. How did you celebrate? Mm. Uh, we just had a very quiet night. Yeah. Very quiet. <laughs> was very it quiet relaxed. because you were, your mouth was full? Oh, no. I didn't eat anything. No. Nothing at all. Nothing, no. Nothing to eat. Are you okay? Mm. Mm. Do you want a wet nap? I would gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. (laughs) (laughs) Can I ask a question? Hold on, I got a Robin Williams. Uh, Popeye. He would gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. Sorry, sorry. go ahead. I have a friend I was going to ask, uh, do you have any techniques on how to keep your mustache on, Andy? I mean, is there like any kind of deal that you have? I mean, you got to get sweaty too. I don't know how it works. Yeah. Time is yours. <laughs> tell, tell them about Rich Eisen now. Tell, tell All right, so we'll get into that. some of the pregame show stuff. Yeah. So uh, I started out, uh, the first thing I, well, the first thing I actually did was first things first with Nick Wright. I went I went there and had a fun time. It was a, a decent, they're very straight ahead so it's tough to do yeah. uh, tough to do comedy yeah. when they're thinking stats and they're all looking right. at you like kind of do bits. And I'd rather just talk like we do on right. the show. That's where I've gotten to and enjoy and when the comedy comes organically that's a lot of fun um by the way one of my favorite moments from the super bowl terry bradshaw forgetting that he was a commentator like they asked him at halftime was it i think it was halftime they talked to him they say what do you think terry's like uh i put my microphone down he couldn't remember i gotta pick it up talk into it and it broadcasts around the world. I didn't see he that. Can, they just, yeah, and, and they were just like, okay, Terry, whatever. That's what I, the only guy in the world who could have that job and not get fired for doing that is <laughs> Terry Bradshaw. <laughs> All right, so Rich, so I go do first things first, have fun. It's a pretty good um, appearance. My chin just uh, hit the hit the microphone. Pretty good appearance, but it, it felt a little stiff to me. Right. Um, early in the morning, and I'd just flown in late, yeah. late the night before. Out of the but, gate. But, but it was pretty yeah. good, yeah. But Nick Wright kept hitting me, like yeah. he's one of those hit talkers. Yeah. So he'll be like, hey, what, what do you think of this? What do you, what do, you do this? <laughs> right. So I just finally brought him, like, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you hitting and me? And everybody cracked up right. on the set. And that was like, <laughs> it was a brand new segment for me at that right. point, because he's doing that. And then I started doing, skip, skip, <laughs> skip, 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 uh-huh, uh-huh, skip, skip. Oh, the aliens from the Muppets are Sterling and Shannon. Just Shannon. Just Shannon. Skip. Yep. Skip. 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 Skip.
Do you remember those two aliens? They would sit, they see the phone, but they go, they see a phone. Skip, 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 Oh, it was great, and I'm, I'm watching this and think, <laughs> yeah, they would. They had a book. They would have yeah. a book with information. They go book, 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 Learning words. Well, there they are. Scott pulled it up. Oh, there they are. Yep. 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 It's, yep. One yep. of them yep. is um, Jim Henson. Oh, is that right? Uh huh. Uh huh. You can totally hear oh, when hear they, the Kermit thing, and you can tell by the hand. Yep. <laughs> and his handwork was legendary. So, what were you going to say, Scott? Before we got into the genius moment, I have you know known you a long time, Frank, and I have only known uh, John for a short period. And you used to tell me, "Oh my gosh, this uh, this Holmberg guy." He's like, "I'm watching you, no, and God. I'm realizing you've never had this moment. You, you didn't have this with Terry or Rico or any of your brothers. That's why you love John even more than your brothers." <laughs> oh my God, is this, I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> is he proposing to Frank you? Frank loves you because he can be. You guys ex- know ex- like you had the same television, like you were oh, holding yeah. hands, watching TV together as little kids, oh, we, doing us, the voices. Yeah, don't get us started on the, the theme songs either. I, I had a brother in that. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize you did that as well. Oh yeah. What was cool. that show on HBO with Brian Benben? Dream on. Dream, Dream on. on. It's you two in front of the tube <laughs> it is. at the that's start perfect. of that show. Maybe that's the show. Maybe that's the show we write that we one do. down, Salehi. It's very true. Yeah. The uh, I don't think you could get away with as much uh, nudity, gratuitous nudity. Yeah. yeah, how about the courtship age. of Johnny's brother? <laughs> the courtship <laughs> of Frankie's might brother be adopted? What's happening? No, it's the Bill Bixby. I know the courtship of Betty's father, father, but somehow or another, I'm in the family now. I'm going to end up in the basement with Baxter. But in this, ep- but in these, in these episodes of courtship of Johnny's brother, one of us turns into the Hulk. <laughs> And then as we go back to being David Banner, not Bruce Banner, David Banner on the show, that song plays. You don't want to see me when I'm funny. <laughs> you know that hobo sack you'd walk out of every town? <laughs> With the jeans? Yeah, just and the jeans just ripped to a certain level. <laughs> yeah. Kept the waistband up. All right, so let me, Colin Coward, let me shift to this. Uh, so ah! <laughs> you went, you went from that. Hold on. He just did Colin Cowherd at the doctor's <laughs> office. Ah! Yeah. ah, Well, remember we talked about proctology last yeah. week and I was thinking that would be the guy you, ah, open wide. This is the herd. Okay. How about this? Uh, mm-hmm. Colin Cowherd at an aviary. I know what you're doing. Go for it. <laughs> ah, this is a bird. <laughs> see, they're brothers. They're brothers, Toledo. You didn't see that coming? <laughs> the only Cowherd, what am I going to say? Colin Cowherd in, at the, in the bathroom. In the ah, this is a turd. Yeah, I got that one. I didn't know aviary. <laughs> now, do, now Colin Cowherd doing this show. 
don't know what this is going to be. This is a turd. <laughs> Same <laughs> joke. Could, I didn't think we could do repeats. I thought there were no repeats. No. I thought there were no repeats. We made no rules. There's, no, you, there's, there's repeats. You, you did a reverse card. There's, there's no that, reverse card. There's repeats, uh, Leon. No. 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 Skip it. Skip. Holy cow. Uno can be done. By all the different characters. Skip. Who? Uno. The the card game Uno. That oh, oh, oh. Skip. 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 It's the sharps playing Uno. Skip. Yep. Skip. Yep. Skip. You got to eventually play. Or you can't always skip. How long is Salehi's list of stuff that makes <laughs> yep. no sense to, skip. to a millennial right now? We're only three deep right now. Only three deep? Only all right. You're deep. doing well. Pretty. Pretty. Pretty long. Pretty long. Let's see if I can get one in there that he knows. That's He's still doing well. Seven. All right, so I was at, I did first things first. That started to take up with the skip, 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 skip. Then I went to, uh, then I did Eisen and uh, the humidity. I don't know what was going on out there with the lights. The lights were brighter. I think they were trying to balance it out with the daylight. So the lights were brighter than normal, than they normally are on Which television. is also weird because the new lights are LEDs, like the ones we have in here. Well, it, then, like then, it might have been just me squinting because of it, but yeah. feeling the actual humidity. Yeah, so maybe that that was that had no bearing on it. But uh, I had a lot of fun, and the first part of it was, uh, you know, me trying to keep the mustache on. And he had <laughs> seen the Instagram thing where I did the Patrick Mahomes into uh, Andy Reid, so he knew what I was going to do. I was hoping he didn't know what I was going to do, but I right. did walk out looking like Kool Aid Man with the red <laughs> shirt on. Um, so the Eisen thing was really good. Uh, at least half of it was good. The second half was uh, him getting mad at me for um, for not taking the mustache off and continuing. And then, <laughs> so then, I, I, what they they proposed me doing some different things, and those shows make sense. This is FS1, right? Um, so I did the the first things first. Nick Wright um, and Jenna Wolf. And that had Greg Jennings, who's a big fan of me. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, on as well. A super nice guy who's one of the guys who's, if you ever listen to him talk about Aaron Rodgers, it's the best because he tells the truth. He's one of these. Oh, like, I haven't seen that. Oh, yeah. You've never heard Greg Jennings? Oh, he's I've really heard good. Him. He's on Calvert a lot. I've yeah. heard he's, him he's mention, very... like, it didn't seem aggressive, though. No, it's not aggressive. He's just, yeah. he, he holds us. He's like, ah. Yeah, I've and seen that. And then he that. lets little things go. Okay. And I've mm-hmm. been around some other Packers. Oh, and yeah. when they don't they don't all talk about that. Not, there's not. It's basically the arrogance that they're like, eh, well, you get a quarterback who believes that, like that kind of talk. Yeah, it's hard when you're yeah. that famous and you people tell you that you're that good. It's hard. He is that to, good. Yeah, it's the worst part. He was he was that good? He's still he's that. still great. Yeah, but that this he's no Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> well, I mean, geez, how quickly no. um, we've jumped ship. So, uh, so one of the things on the schedule, which I wasn't sure about, two things I wasn't sure uh, about were Lock It In, the gambling show, because I'm like, yeah. how does that fit in? And the other thing they said was WWE backstage. Right. And I did want to do it. I, when they said I immediately said, yes. I go, but my wrestling knowledge is mostly from when I was a kid. Right. I don't know that much currently. Um and I wish I did. I, I know some from doing the nerding podcast sure. and stuff like that. And I'm actually starting to starting to like it a lot. You know, get into it a little bit more because I'm meeting these people. What were you going to say, Scott? Can I can I ask uh, your knowledge of wrestling? Was did you guys wrestle when you after you were holding hands, watching the wrestling as kids? You and Holmberg. I've just like, did you put like each other in like a fireman's carry or? A, uh, we were know, always a tag team. Bulk and grip. We yeah, just, of yeah, course. We were, yeah, what would we, be we your tag team name? Camel Clutch. Camel Clutch. Camel Clutch. 
Camel Clutch. That is not our tag team name. Uh, the Camel Clutch. No, I think that was uh, As, uh, well, Camel yeah. Clutch. Was a move by the Iron Sheik. Russia number one. Yeah. Iran number one. America. Uh, Wendy Richter had a Camel Clutch. That was, oh, that, uh, but it was just, it was just a, it was just a ride up Wendy of her uni. So I say yes to that. I go. So then they can give me the the guys I'm going to be. They, they originally had it. In, I think they wanted me to do something with Roman Reigns and somebody who's right. going against Roman Reigns, which is the big deal. I he's mean, huge. Biggest. Right. Yeah. And he's just walking around. All these guys just walking around backstage is hilarious just to for the feeling of that is like the WWE figured out somewhere along the way that uh, everybody knows it's scripted. Yeah. So they go by the scripts. But they kind of make fun of the fact that yeah. like they they play into it. Although some of the texts I got uh, or the messages I got on Twitter and stuff after being on WWE, not everybody's in on it. No, no, not no, every. No, they're still believers. So you know how that happened, right? That the Nevada uh, Athletic Commission said you can't consider yourself a sport anymore. Oh, right. And he had to stand up in front of a courtroom and say it's uh, entertainment, it's scripted, and it's the best thing that ever happened to them. Yeah, because yeah. they were for a while trying to fool people. Until mm-hmm. Vince McMahon's like, all right, if you're going to crack down on us and everything, it's well, there, you could tell fake. because there was no betting. Yeah, there was no betting. If there's, you know, because people knew what the results were, yeah. and people would just make a ton of money. It's kind of like the NFL. <laughs> it's exactly like that. Um, so I didn't know. <laughs> oh I was like, no! I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I was kind of worried about it. Then I see the the group, and I actually talked to them about this afterward. The new day. So it's these three guys that uh, Xavier Woods. Uh, Big E and um, uh, I forget the guy who's actually the champion. I can, that's which is really bad. I can't. Kofi think. Kingston. Yeah, yeah. Kofi, Kofi Kingston. Kingston. So Kofi Kingston. So you see them on TV, and and in there they have a good. They have a podcast. They're actually coming out to Phoenix, and maybe even oh. get them on here, which would be a lot of fun. Um, they want me to do their podcast, so I was like, say, hey, come to come to here, even if you do ten minutes. With Combo. Them. So uh, Xavier Woods is like on his, working on his PhD and all sorts of stuff. So you, you see them on the air and their wrestling character stuff, and they're like over the top. They're like doing all these crazy, you know, they look like they're totally out of control. You get, um, uh, you know, backstage with them. I felt like I was doing my dissertation for a board of regents. I mean, it was – I mean, they – I felt I was so stupid compared – no, no, they were – I, they were just, they all sounded like they were in the middle of teaching class. Really? Oh, unbelievable. Now, I talked to them about this, too. I said, here's the difficult thing, because when they gave me the tape on these guys, I'm like, I'm a white guy. They're three black guys. They're over the top. I'm like, well, now I have to be careful of all the stuff I say, because yeah. it can be taken completely out of context. Right. And I'm like, and they're like, oh, yeah, don't worry about that with us. We're, you know, we have fun. I go, I'm not worried about you guys. Right. You know, it, right. I'm worried about people making stuff up. Right. And I say one thing and it turns like somebody says, oh, you can't say that. Right. And I was like, oh, not man. worth it. Right. Completely. So John, John would still be trending on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, I have gladly done it. Yeah. I got no issues with it, but you're right. You've got something to protect. Yeah. But I, yes. well, I just think of your heritage. <laughs> that's, that's what I'd go to. I'd, I'd totally. You know about my uncle. You do know my great, great grandfather started this whole act. 
So <laughs> if you had come out as that your character, that would have been, right. been better. Oh, we were even talking about. I was talking with those guys about. They were saying, "Oh, Kamala, you got in Headhunter. Nobody could do that now." I'm like, "Absolutely not. No, uh-uh. no way." I go think mm-hmm. about most of the wrestlers. All of it that was we based watched in growing up. Bigoted racism. Oh, and just every kind of stereotype, and, and any kind of. It was great. It was. <laughs> <laughs> it was when America got it. Yeah, when everybody knew that it was just joke. That it was a joke. That's what I mean. America got what was going on. Nobody went to bed going, "I can't sleep no. because of wrestling." Yeah, right. No, it was like when you would go to the bookstore in the jokes, and there would be uh, Larry Wilde was the guy's name, and he would have uh, the Polish joke book. He'd have the Irish joke book. Yeah, he'd have. Yeah, I don't know what term he was using at the time for black people. You know, <laughs> the probably, black joke book, Scott. Was it called the black? I don't know if it's called. Yeah, I, I don't know, know if he was Green like book. the. Yeah, what, what, whatever it was, and that that every like race was part of, and you would just go and you're like, yeah, of course, you got to tell these jokes, yeah, you know, because that's how we all got along. Yeah, and we Different. weren't so we weren't so crazy. All right, so I, I'm doing. I, I'm in the wrestling thing. I get into the middle of it. It's funny because we rehearsed some things what we're going to talk about and do. I'm going to go out there and uh, say a bunch of wrestling names as Morgan Freeman, which was a yeah. bad choice because the energy of the crowd was so crazy and Huge. loud. They couldn't yeah. hear it. Right. They couldn't hear it so much. So you didn't know what was going on. But the crowd was so crazy. I got out there and I thought I was in the WWE. <laughs> I'm like, great. oh, yeah, brother. I'm doing that. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, let me tell you something, brother. The crowd's going for all this. And then I go into my scripted idea bit where I would say the Morgan Freeman names. They got. I'm like, where'd you guys go? Yeah. What happened? You guys are awesome. And then, uh, then the guys come in and they start they start ripping me, and then they start ripping each other. And then Booker T comes in, the former oh. champion, who's just unbelievable and a monster. And he, I did, I wasn't ready because when we talked about some of this, didn't talk about it with Booker T, but we did talk about it with the the guys with New New Day that uh, that they the stuff they talked about they didn't they just took it up six hundred notches. <laughs> and all of a sudden, we're like a totally different group of people that I didn't expect. And they're throwing pancakes at me. And nobody told yeah. me they're going to be throwing pancakes. Everybody else has this ability to maneuver around the pancakes. Yeah. But I'm just, and I'm trying to block pancakes. <laughs> I'm trying to block, um, like, save myself. I'm not even trying to help Renee, the, the yeah. host. Nothing. I don't care about her. I'm just trying to catch a pancake on television on the WWE. So. Uh, then Booker T comes in because he's mad he's not in on it. And then he takes me off in a headlock. And I didn't know this. And he's scolding me on the side. He's just yeah. like, don't you ever do that. Don't yeah. you ever do that to me. Don't ever do that. Make me look bad in my own in my own house and stuff like that. And I, that was when I got one of those like texts or uh, messages on Twitter from somebody like, yeah. oh, Booker T really got you. He didn't. Like, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah you got it 100%. <laughs> but it was, okay, it, what, it was what, the most fun. Hold yeah, on. So Everything sorry. I did. At the Super Bowl, that was by far the most fun. I texted Michelle, my wife, afterwards, said, I want to be a wrestling yeah. manager. I'm too old to be in wrestling unless there's a senior yeah. circuit. You can do it. Senior, A senior little person circuit. <laughs> I could do have that. I could do that. Full hand. So, <laughs> I, I heard Brad Williams is available. Oh, yeah. yeah I don't try to do He's stout. Yeah, he is a thick man. That's the one thing. Like, you, you know, you go low, lower, lower is more leverage. You can't no, beat. You can't, yeah. you can't get past Tyrion Lannister. He's the Kyler Murray of wrestling. <laughs> so watching it, Frank, 
first off, it was every bit the circus that you're talking about and more. Frank came out of the gate like on fire. Yeah. I mean, like, and it reminded me like when I had seen the band Loverboy and Mike Reno was trying to make the same moves that he used to make, but he was 80 pounds heavier than he used to be. And you're not 80 pounds. Heavier. I'm just talking about you got winded. And I thought you were a little off your comedy because you were a little winded because oh, totally. you came. I did it twice, though. I had to do it a second time because something went wrong in the first take. So I had uh, to do it all again. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. So the second take, I was actually, I was like, what? We got to do this again? And I was totally out of breath the second time because I had yeah. to do it twice. <laughs> What did you do different you the, the second time? You were the was he, he was the winded yeah. <laughs> he was the winded impressionist. He yeah. was the winded impressionist, and uh, the gas bag. The first like the first five minutes or first five seconds of working for the weekend was going great, and then by the chorus it just wasn't happening at the same level. But then you found another yeah. level, and then you got back into it. But it was insane. Yeah. I mean, uh. and and I told Frank no white man in america that's a comedian could have handled that because there was some strange energy but they still they they totally the crowd were was you. the crowd was like nothing you know how good the happy ending show crowd was yeah yeah oh it's it zero. was that times a million because yeah. it wasn't like a comedy crowd it was like roman gladiator yeah. crowd like yeah. they were there to see something happen you can feel it in the audience you ever been to a wrestlemania uh, yeah not for a long like a long long time it's absurd like i didn't get it until i went to that and i'm oh. i used to like wrestling that makes you go oh this is why everybody keeps coming back this oh, can't die it's like an incredible part nobody's mad it's ridiculous fun it's a, a complete escapism and it's stupid fun. It is, and and my favorite part of it all, especially in WrestleMania, is how they have to hold poses for like minutes at a time after the match is over to clear for whatever break they're about to do and to get the next thing set. So the guy that you like, Roman Reigns, will stand on those ropes for a minute and a half, and the crowd just like, ah! <laughs> yeah. But it's during the commercial break or whatever break they're doing or promo they're running on right. TV. So the crowd they understand that they can't leave them empty-handed. So they just keep him up there until they kind of die out clapping like, oh, God. <laughs> and then he leaves and somebody else comes and they just can't wait to rise up again. It is unreal how the energy of a wrestling. Uh, I was, I, yeah. this is, you know, these were small crowds, you know, probably a hundred people, but it, outside, a hundred yeah. people outside in muggy weather. And it felt like 2,500 people. It's, it was yeah, crazy. Awesome. So much fun. Oh, and then crazy. I uh, hung out with them a little bit afterwards and talked to them, uh, and like I said, Xavier said they're coming out here in the middle of February. Uh, so we texted back and forth a little bit afterward. That was great, too. Then I went and did Colin Cowherd. That was fine. Kind of r more rigid and it was interesting because I wanted to talk about WWE, which I thought right, you promoting just thing. That. <laughs> and he got into something else. Uh, I was like, okay, then we just do that. And I'm, you know, I just I love the size of his radio audience and stuff like that. And I watched and listened to the show. So um, that was fun. But um uh, How did the betting show go? That actually went better than I'd expected. And cousin Sal, uh, yeah. Jimmy Kimmel's uh, cousin, is great friends with Tony Romo. He's like, oh, I got to hook you up with Romo. I'm like, absolutely, yes. that would be the best. Because he like they they I started talking about Romo. He's like, yeah, but he's going to make fourteen million dollars. I'm like, I'm not ripping him. I love yeah. the guy. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, oh, the other thing is I did Clay Travis's radio show. Who's that? Uh, I don't even know that guy. He's a huge morning Fox Sports radio guy. Oh, okay. He's, he goes up against two years. Oh, okay. Yeah, he goes up against Mike and Mike on Fox uh, Sports. Uh, what did you say, Toledo? I missed what you said. He's been in it for about the last two years, the national morning guy for us. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. And he, uh, he, the funny thing is, he sounds like Nashville Jim Rome. He's not trying to be Jim Rome. And I think he's You're super right. conservative. Like he's got like all yes. these conservative views and he just gets bashed by people. They just hate him <laughs> because he's a conservative guy. But uh, I started to do, I started to do his voice kind of, it's kind of, if you take Jim Rome and make it a little bit in here. Yeah. That's where it is. Uh, I yeah, I'll kick the coverage. He's, I started doing a little bit on his show, and I was like workshopping as we're going. And he didn't even care. He's just like, go ahead, make it happen. <laughs> I was like, all right. Um, so that was fun. Um, and then what else did I do? Oh, and then Good Morning Football. And Good Morning Football, I get there, and Christian McCaffrey is, is working oh. on, and I fell in love with him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's just he's beautiful. He's such a handsome man. <laughs> like, he's a beautiful a beautiful man, and he just walks in, and he's wearing the tightest jeans. And uh, Kyle, Kyle goes, uh, "Look at that ass." Yeah, and I go, "That is America's ass." <laughs> uh, and everybody's just making fun of everything. I mean, it was just uh, that show seems fun. Even the weekend version seems great. The weekend version feels like um, when it feels like uh, what speed buggy. Yeah. So do you remember Speed Buggy, oh, yeah. the Hanna-Barbera cartoon, where they had all of the Scooby and Shaggy characters, but wearing different clothes? <laughs> or in different outfits. Yeah, just different clothes. Yeah, they had different outfits, but they're basically the same people. And you look, and, and Fred, instead of having the blonde hair and the ascot, he had black hair and yep. a tie or something yep. like that. <laughs> That's what the weekend Good Morning Football feels like. Like, they just took people, they go, you fill this lot, yeah. you fill this lot, you're the, you're the person. They do a good job. Oh, they're too. great. I mean, they're the very, amazing very thing good. is, you're absolutely right. It's just like, there's no effort to change anything. We just need two more days, and those people can't do seven days a week. Yeah. So the, make it look and feel the, pretty feel close. very similar. It's really good. They do a um, great job. I, that, it's, one of my, it's one of my favorite shows on yeah. all of television right now. And I... I know you don't love Kyle. And you feel like you've I just, like the guy. I just think that uh, sometimes when, they force him to do stuff because it's four hours long. I know, but it he, feels like some of their bits. What's well, actually only two? I think it's only two, oh, and they replay it. it. Well, he's a genius. Like you close. should see some of this. I, I I think I was. I think I when I first saw him too, I was like, oh man, he's really working hard. Yeah. But then you see him do it over time and over and over and over. Yeah. Do you know his claim to fame? Yeah, he's a road rules guy. Isn't no, he, a, no, 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 no. Real world. He, he, was, he wrote for Jim Rome. He was Jim Rome. Oh, really? He created, like Jim Rome, <laughs> that right? I like didn't know people that. who will tell you that were behind the scenes without all the skits and bits and comedy things that Jim Rome did with sound and everything. That was him. Kyle Brandt. Really? Kyle Brandt. Yeah. Like, he was, like people will tell you from behind the scenes, they go, you don't understand. This guy made that show. Really? Wow. Yeah, and he's he was doing freestyle rap. I saw him the other day. He's, <laughs> all these different things. He's got these characters and the amazing energy. And they did a joke. So I said, uh, "Pat, this was this was Kyle Brandt's joke." We're on in Loomis Park. The um, the ocean is behind us, Miami. It's just beautiful and uh, a very uh, you know amazing area to say the least. Yeah. Um, uh, hugely diverse, all right. that kind of stuff. 
And I say that uh, Patrick Mahomes' voice is kind of like a cross between Bert and Ernie. Yeah. And and Kyle Brandt goes, by the way, Bert and Ernie, they'd love it around here. And then he just went on. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, a, you know, <laughs> and and great joke. And it was just unbelievable. And uh, what's his name? The insider. Um, uh, Nathan, Nate Bur- Burleson, and uh, I can't even think of his name. There are Folos on there, and then uh, the other. Uh, uh, damn it! Yeah, I can't. Cool. I, I can't remember names. The guy who does impressions can't remember names. Um, <laughs> uh, it's never gonna happen. No, no. no. Uh, yeah, well. <laughs> now you're starting to see why Peter Schrager. Peter Schrager. Schrager. There it is. Schrager. So and Schrager just goes. He's just cracking up. Burleson's just cracking. Up. I'm like, oh my god, that was <laughs> unbelievable. And then Kyle Brandt just kept going. I'm like, genius. I was like, and when you're there, and you know how it is. Like when I first met Tom Green years ago, I didn't get it. Like, yeah, oh yeah. So you talk to him. You talk to him, yeah. and he's like, hey, you know, I started yeah. to do Harlan. It's Harlan. It, it, yeah, he is kind of like, I'm Tom Green. Tom Green. <laughs> He's nothing like that in no. real life. He turns it on, though. He's like, now I'm going to take my father and mother and throw them in the ocean. We'll see what happens. They're, this is not good for them. They never learn to swim. I don't know. Did something happen to his parents recently? I'm not, I, don't I shouldn't know. be doing that. Just being careful. Halfway through that, I go, I feel like something yeah. just happened. Um, they drown. So it was. Yeah. Tom threw them in the ocean. So it was Tom Green. <laughs> Tom Green not to be confused with Red Green. You just reenacted it. Yeah. I just, <laughs> I just did something I shouldn't have, which is basically what Tom Green does. <laughs> Tom Green talking to Harlan Williams, a good friend of mine there, buddy. Uh, so, that I mean, just a blast overall. And then people thought I was in Miami all weekend and staying there through the Super Bowl. I'm like, no way. Yeah, I get out of there before the super before everybody comes in, especially in Miami. Like you couldn't drive anywhere at night. Oh, you tried awful. to go somewhere at night. But I think there is a. There were two Ubers that pretended like they couldn't find me. I think, and then they charged ten bucks <laughs> right. for canceling. Yeah, for canceling. Yeah. And then I, but so what I did was I went back and I got refunded both of them. Nice. So. There's there's some kind of scam goes like we uh, the guys like I can't find you I can't find you I can't find you I'm like I'm uh, what, what do you mean I'm standing right here I'm texting them on the app and they're not texting back <laughs> that I go I have pictures of it I took screenshots it's like couldn't find you couldn't find you goodbye it was they like, bailed on you yeah like gotta- they did like they couldn't they couldn't find me like one of them the the car was stuck uh, half a mile away and never moved toward me. <laughs> <laughs> I had a guy at Uber Eats. I got a free Uber Eats because he does, I live in a cul-de-sac, and he drives by. I'm like, I think that's him going you by. He drived. He drives by. Oh, I thought you. Yeah, driven, drived. He drove did. He drove. He drove to past. You see, but he drives yep, by. Yep, yep, yep. And yep. Drive, drive, drive. He drives by, and uh, and he calls, and he goes, I don't. I see you at home. I don't. I don't know where you live. He's very angry. Driven. I said, you're driving by right now. What is? Not the address is nothing. And I'm like, it's in the cul-de-sac. And I just hear, what is a cul-de-sac? And I'm like, oh, this is bad. I have to go out to the street. He was a mess. I got a free meal out of it, though. Because my food was So crazy. I got a new segment that I've been wanting to do, waiting for the football season in. And that is to ask you guys each week, uh, since you're so rich, both of you, like what level of things would you do? And I'm shocked that Frank would spend the extra time for the 10 bucks in that situation and just not go, that just angers me, but I don't want to waste time with it. But it felt good that uh, you did it. 
Even I hate giving away free nothing. money. I hate giving away free okay, money. I, didn't, I hate I didn't change fees on airlines. I'm okay. super cheap. <laughs> like LeBron. <laughs> another way another way LeBron and I are very similar. We're super cheap. Yeah. I don't like I don't like just giving away money. I like if I'm paying for something and I feel like I'm getting yeah. something of value. But if if I'm just giving away the money, I, uh, I feel like I'm getting taken. Yeah, I'll see. Fight. My problem is I'll I'll give it away if it means that fighting is going to take up my time. My time right. my time's more important than my money. I was just waiting for another Uber. Yeah. Well, that's true. You had time to. So call. I was just. It was. I had the time to search it out, how to figure out how to do it on the app. And the app, they make it difficult for you to get it. Yeah. Like they're, they're that's like, true. oh, you got to request the refund. You're probably not going to get it. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Good happening. luck here. And then you. Yeah. You, yeah. So there was that. Um, okay, so if you drop you drop a dime, like ten cents on the ground, leave it. I don't care about a dime. Okay. How, well, how about a quarter? Nope. How about you? I don't pick up. I don't pick up change unless it's like. Okay. Well, I mean, if I drop like I pick a bunch, up, I'd pick up a quarter. I'd probably I pick, pick up a quarter. It depends on if anybody a, see me drop it. I'd like, give it to a hobo. Is that PC? Hobo. I'd just flip it on my thumb in front of him, going, "Life's great, chum." <laughs> <laughs> okay, each week I'm going to have some new uh, idea and ask you guys. Wait a second. What about before you go on? What if he? Uh, you got a dollar? You know what they good at? No, but I've got a quarter, and that's not what you yeah. asked for. I told you what my Scottish friend did, and he taught me this. When uh, my Scottish friend, they're notoriously cheap people, the Scots. Yes. And we walk by uh, a Scots, guy. Scots, me, and LeBron. Yeah, you're all the same. You're very. I think you're all Scottish. So uh, uh, walking through this parking lot, and this kid comes up, and he goes, uh, hey, man, you got any money? And he goes, oh, I got loads of it, but none for you. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this is the greatest thing ever. So I tested it out. You, it only works in the accent. No, you can't accent. do it as an American. You just come across as a jerk. But I've done it once, and it is it's fulfilling. And I'm guessing your Scottish friend, not an Andrew Yang uh, voter. <laughs> no, no, no. He's not one of those. No, no. He's just right of Genghis Khan, my Scottish friend. So. <laughs> you all right? Okay. I, didn't know. I thought you had a bit. I thought you had something you had to say, but nothing. All Are right. you talking to me? Yeah. Come on. So after, on, on Good Morning Football, the other thing I put out was the, um, the Madden and Summerall. Yeah, Madden and Hilarious. Summerall uh, oh. doing the play-by-play in color for the Patrick Mahomes thing, which blew up. And I, I thought about it for a little while, and uh, eventually, I think we talked a little bit about this on the Super Bowl pregame um, episode. But uh, I want to do other things, narrating other things, or not just narrating, but inter- uh, um, just doing play-by-play, play-by-play color of, over the top of, of stuff. normal stuff, viral videos, and, and things like that. That's a that's a plan. But uh, I was putting that thing together, and Jose saved me at the end because I needed to put a, a cover. You need the cover so it looks interesting. Yeah. So I needed Jose. I did. I was so proud of myself because I learned <laughs> like four different apps to put this thing together. I literally spent ten to twelve hours putting it together myself on my phone and editing. Oh. And then at the end, I couldn't put a picture of Madden and Summerall uh, on top of video. And Jose did it in like four seconds. <laughs> uh, Jose Mesa Creator. Mesa. Mesa. What is it? Jose Mesa. <laughs> Mesa. Mesa. Biscuit. I don't so, think it's that hard. It's a four little word. You said Mesa. I said Mesa. He, no, you said Mesa. He said Mesa. He said me. Mesa. Mesa. Like Mesa. the corn, Chachi. <laughs> they like a uh, elote. <laughs> Holmberg is just messing you up. Yeah, he does because I get I I know what it is, and then I get screwed up because I always think of all his mispronunciations. The Indians call him 
Meza. So what? I was I was I was finding little okay. things like first I put a little image of Madden or Summerall when he was talking, then Madden when he was talking. And I'm like, oh, I need a cover for this so everybody knows what is because Twitter is different than Instagram. Yep. Twitter just takes its own frame and puts it on there. So I've had stuff that starts from black and fades in. Well, that's terrible on Twitter because it'll take that and just put a blank screen right. on there. Um, and then Instagram, you can pick your your uh, you know your, your cover, and so. But he saved me. Jose saved it, and we did a couple different uh, incarnations of it. And then we finally got this thing where you saw Madden Summerall off to the side and Patrick Mahomes' video far off to the right, and it worked out beautifully and and really really well. Oh, it was really fun. And uh, you know, and people were just it was it seemed to be getting retweeted and loved by every broadcaster in the industry. It was great. Like yeah. all. Yeah. Uh, now today I did the uh, the Andy Reid uh, Shakira. <laughs> thing and with have you seen that yet scott the ululation yeah yes and it's, it's, it's solid and yeah it's 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 a funny little bit but very super lowbrow compared to what i've been doing <laughs> right but it's in terms of the uh the voiceovers and trying to look really good and the funny thing is on instagram it's just killing for me <laughs> uh, oh cool oh yeah it's doing okay on twitter but on instagram the, the reason i want to talk about them because i'm going to use those as our initial promo and say here how i ta- i came up <laughs> with this, I did this. Um, the podcast and then we don't have to like make up some bad promo <laughs> that doesn't work and brilliant and we have time to to get the edited one out um but uh but yeah so that i think a lot of the stuff the reason some of those things popped a little bit especially the mad summer thing is i'd been on all those sports shows all week and people remembered i was alive there was <laughs> you you came back from the dead yeah because i've been doing a lot of stuff i was trying to get away from the impressions in sports and i'm like well nobody cares about me that much i've got to figure out a different way to do this so then i got you know that's why this show exists to bring you know some pop culture and stuff into this and get a little uh broader with it but hit that sports audience and and hopefully bring some people in that can just get enough of what we're talking about and uh and and follow us and and have a lot of fun you want to hear what you did to me yeah what i do yeah. so frank uh texts me or whatever uh sunday morning and says uh give me give me like uh, some voices and some stuff Oh right! Like so, I do. I do a couple of things, and the next thing you know, I'm addicted because you made me do Mad Dog, and maybe do a bunch of other stuff. Oh, it didn't make me, but I started to do them. And then uh, in the middle of all this, right? I, by the way, for that, that I texted Scott. I go, "Do you do any impressions? I need just to throw some things in with these." I solicited from uh, Twitter people, uh, Twitter followers, right. imp- their impressions to right. put in, and I'm going to actually put together a, a longer one of the people that didn't make it because there were some good ones that didn't make it because I was trying to have a narrative for it. But I, I, before I got any some of the good ones, I'm like, John, I need some help, a couple things to fill in. And I, I go, 10 seconds or less, and this, and he's giving me these 40-second things. I'm you. I'm like, they're funny, but some of them are like, they start out just with a little bit, and then they get really funny at the end. I'm like, I can't even yeah. work this, and I only have two minutes and 20 seconds edit. I thought you'd be editing, but I just oh, I wasn't. Yeah, but so I'm doing all this because I couldn't stop at a certain point unless I'm just going to send him whatever he can clip and cut. And uh, I turn around, and uh, in the midst of being Mad Dog, Talking about the Super Bowl because you asked me for that. I turn around and there's my naked wife going, really? Because I totally forgot <laughs> that we were in the throes of something. And I got up and checked my phone 
And you got uh, it up? I got good, up. Good, I, well, good I was no, I was already up. Trust me. But I, I oh, walked. Okay. I walked into the bathroom real quick because you know you got to do some cleanup when this starts. And the phone says, "Hey, give me a couple of things from Mad Dog and whatever." So I'm like, "All right." So I go. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, that's a great idea." So I'm in the kitchen. You know what do we got going on here? And I'm doing this whole stupid nonsense. I go on for about two minutes. How many did I do? Three. You know, oh like, no, you did like fifteen. Yeah, and then I text you. You're giving like, me emotional Bill Cower. Yeah. Emotional Bill. Well, Cower. that was after I was done. But oh, I said, uh, I said, uh, give me fifteen. Well, minutes. that's why you needed the extra time. I got to help her. Unload groceries. That was. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know that's Nothing the grocery. That. That, I, I was like, I totally forgot about her, and she's standing there naked in the hallway, going, "Really?" Because she hears me in the kitchen going, "Well, what we need to do here is worry about two things." And she's like, "What?" Yeah. I got to imagine what's going on in her head. Like, what is oh he? Oh my god, doing? Mad dog needs to come in the doghouse. <laughs> right. I gotta go back in there real quick because I'm gonna have to make love to someone. But before I do, Frank needs me. <laughs> <laughs> So I, before I become unleashed, here's my prediction for the Super Bowl. And somebody down the hallway is very, very angry about this. Oh, my God. So, yeah, I didn't tell you that because I wanted to save it for No, uh, that's today. beautiful. I love I that. I think and, you get an erection when you do Mad Dog, right? Uh, I mean, it's, hard like a, it's hard not to. It's hard not. Your like whole body reacts. Roman. Yeah. You know? it's, <laughs> yeah. It's like that for you. Roman they should be a sponsor. <laughs> yeah, it was Oh, that. somebody, uh, Espressos actually reached out. Yeah. They heard me talking about it. I got a lady who asked me where to get them today. And then oh, she really? And going to start giving them to her office because you read Espressos on the show. Oh, yeah, because the, the, the coffee cereal, I don't know I don't know if we just talked. We talked about it, I think. I brought it up here, but we talked about it in depth on the Morning Sickness on John's show. And um, the, somebody, te- I think it was the owner of the company or the president of the company, texted uh, oh! emailed me today. How much are we getting? Uh, Clear the shelves. <laughs> just it's all espresso. It's all espresso. <laughs> yes. Until we're eating, we're done with them. Scott Long's demand brought to you by espresso. Espressos. Yeah. No, I love them, but the, I don't get paid by them. But I'll take. I'll even take free stuff with like, free espressos. Stuff. stuff, stuff That's man. getting paid. I'm not my there man. yet, but I think I think he's going to give me some. So uh, all right, let's. We got to wrap it up. Uh, Salehi. Sean Slahey, who I met at an airport, is uh, when he feels like it comes in as part of the show. Uh, just kidding. Uh, how was waste management? Good. Oh, it was probably the greatest sporting event I've ever attended in person. Oh, uh, being, really? being on the 16th hole, yeah, probably because you have Super Bowls like us. I mean that that's true. Now, I'll tell you, I'll, I do, I completely agree because I think the Super Bowl is a letdown by comparison. Really? Yeah. Uh, well, the Super Bowl has, especially this year with all the commercial, they had eight minute commercial breaks, so I can't imagine how it was. Were they, the really? they were huge. They added spots. So something different going on. That's that is to me. Uh, they call it the People's Open. It is for them. Yeah, it is there's unreal no, how good that thing is. There's nothing like park. getting up at four o'clock in the morning. People lining up at five. Yeah, and there's a half mile sprint once they open the gates. It's crazy to try to get to the stadium at sixteen. And I mean, it is pandemonium. The fact more people don't get injured in there's that nothing is insane. Like sounds like my wrestling experience. Yeah. Oh. Pandemonium, <laughs> yes, <it does laughs> running wild. There brother. were people drinking out of shoes. I mean, this yeah. was all two hours before the first person enters the tee box. It was oh, an incredible best. time. All right, what do you got for us? What did we? What did you, Sean Salehi? How old are you? Fourteen? Uh, close. Uh, <laughs> Twenty-one. Twenty-one years of age. Met him at an airport. Going through security, he said, are you Frank Caliendo? I said, why do you ask? It was the Jimmy Johns you were trying to sneak Oh, Jimmy Johns. I wanted to bring Jimmy Johns through. And uh, you recognized me. I was wearing a Madden wig. And, <laughs> That's all it takes. Um, Frank will hire you on the spot. I was like, he's like, yeah, I'm at the broadcasting school, uh, the Cronkite Broadcasting School at ASU. I'm like, do you want to be an intern uh, on a show that's just starting up? He's like, 
Yeah, I got nothing better to do. I'm just in school. So, um, Sean Salehi, 21 years old. You're going to school us on what references we use that yeah. nobody from this century Yeah, knows. he's not going to understand 20 things we talked about. We should do an over-under on how many oh, yeah. Scott's got. He only had three earlier in the show. I say it's at 10. I'll we're say at, seven. We're at four. That's four. it? Only four. I promise you. And I'm, I'm being completely truthful. Were there a couple you're like... There were a couple I that I had to think, think about, but I, I, was like, I was like, yeah. What, no. what, were what about Loverboy? Is that one made? Loverboy was one of them. You don't know what Loverboy no! is? No. Really? Okay. <laughs> Scott, That's killing Scott. Scott infuriated. Scott's reference, Loverboy, missed. I feel like Scott's going to be the one I infuriate the most when it comes to this. Oh, segment. good. Old like reference it. lost on young viewers. So we'll call this the millennial misreferences. Uh, okay. Love Webster, the millennial misses. Webster was the first one. You don't know who Webster oh. is? No. He was, uh, do you know who Emmanuel Lewis is? No. He's Alex a, no. Karras. No. Uh, he's a former football oh, no. player. That one you got. <laughs> no, no, no. Webster was a show in the early 80s. Uh, copy, you know Different Strokes? Yeah. Okay. There was kind of a copy of that where they found another cute, small black child with kidney issues. And put him on TV. He was 31 years old, but he played a four-year-old, I think is how it was. And his uncle right? was played by Ben Vereen. That's that right. Ben Vereen. And what you don't know, Slay, uh, is that uh, in the 70s and 80s, comedy always started with a young child's parents being killed, and then he had to go live with someone else. Sure. Similar to Bambi. There's like nine shows like that. <laughs> Well, and Webster used to hang out with Michael Jackson, so that that's would right. be someone you could there you know. Go. Oh, Manuel, that's right. Manuel Lewis was his date to the uh, to the Grammys one year, and nobody batted an eye. Wow! Yeah, nope. took, took Had a, a great theme song. Set my, I sing him as mad. Set my ways, keeping track of the days, never getting caught up. Love was never brought up. It's not the thing to do. Ooh. <laughs> Something like There's that. a second. Part. Then came you. <laughs> you made me leap without taking a look. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> uh, That's Webster. Yeah. All right. Great That's- show. Alex Karras. Uh, is he a Hall of Famer? He's in the Lions uh, so. He's in Ring of Honor. Hall of Famer. And uh, his wife, Susan Clark, played the parents of Webster, who's, who in the show, his football playing parents, killed in a horrible, horrible accident. Never mentioned again. Yeah. And they were called yeah. Ma'am and George. Yeah. Papadopoulos. Next is the aliens. I did not under, I did not know the aliens. Oh, the Sesame Evil, Street aliens. Sesame Street aliens. What what kids shows? Did, uh, I watched Sesame Street, but they were not part of Sesame oh, Street. Oh, they were yeah. a, they're a huge they're part of Sesame Street. I, he was Elmo, I, though. He was Elmo days. Yeah, Elmo. I mean, Sean. Big Bird. That's true. Big Bird was ours. Uh, but they got rid of Snuffleupagus because- He was our imaginary friend when yeah. we were kids, and then they weren't allowed to have imaginary friends right. because his generation would, I don't know- I, why can't them. he just be an internet pal? They start cutting their legs or something. I don't know. They're all so soft. <laughs> Blues Clues was a big one. That was a big I one. I like that. You know what I like? I was still watch it. NYPD Blues Clues was the game NYPD. I used to play. <laughs> I had to, do, you know the, do you know the guy from Blues Clues supposedly scored more women than practically anybody because of the moms that used to watch the show? And he was so friendly and he was looking right at them. And mom, he had like a just a line of women. He wasn't like a particularly handsome guy, but the Blues Clues dude was just a crusher. It. I believe there were two. Well, there were two of them. There were, there were yeah. I'm talking was, about the first. Yeah, one. there was Steve, and then Steve ended up getting in trouble in some way or another, so he had to go to yeah, college. One of the moms, and then they brought, yeah, yeah, they the brought in his brother or a couple of the moms. Yeah. <laughs> too many paternity. I think he created suits. the term MILF. I, I think actually <laughs> the guy from Blues, Blues Clues that was one of the clues. I heard uh, it was a blackmail incident where he was doing a mad dog impression and yeah. get back to one of the moms quick enough. <laughs> Look, I have to get back in the bedroom for a second here, but let's find out where he is. 
Blues is gone. The dog. The mad dog. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not going to stop. This, this is going to be the one that uh, frustrates Scott the most is uh, Dream On. That was... Uh... But I didn't bring it up initially. Yeah, I, don't, I don't... That was an HBO show. But let me just give you a little bit of this. <laughs> Everybody's working for the weekend. That's Everybody lo- That's Lover, but you've heard okay. that yeah, song, no, right? I've heard that song. Okay. Not okay, that's Lover. Dream On was a show. Uh, it was HBO. Brian Ben Ben, Wendy Malik. Yeah, and it was he would just have moments. The guy lived his entire life off of TV clips he'd seen as a kid, so all of his memories were TV clips. Oh wow, I love that show. And they, the, the, I mean, the editing on that show might be the best to this day. Yeah, uh, because these John guys, Landis is that who did that? John, John Landis did that. show. Unreal, because I mean, you think about yeah. all the work that went into each episode for them to find all those clips from old TV shows and make it his thoughts, and they all worked. It was it's a great show, and you look a little like Brian Ben Ben. All right, I don't I'll, know I'll, right. I'll have to I'll have to look him up as I remember. Him. He was married to Madeline Stowe of The Last of the Mohicans. Beautiful Madeline Stowe. Brian, I still ben think ben. that the best internet joke I've ever seen to this day is prequels. They said name a prequel that should happen, and somebody wrote in there, "Have you noticed we're running out of Mohicans?" <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. I'm watching NFL films, uh, and they were showing the Chiefs and the Vikings of the, the last time the Chiefs won the world, uh, the Super Bowl. And he said, uh, "It was so great." They were like, "John Facenda is like an Engine Joe Cap." Oh my god! He kept gosh. calling him Engine <laughs> Engine Joe because I guess he was half Native American or whatever. He kept calling Jeez. him, and that was his own nickname. He called himself Engine Joe. Yeah. You know, this is 1971, and he's like Engine Joe Cap could not. <laughs> He was fighting against the Chiefs, and it was just like, whoa, heads exploding. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, you got to watch it. That's and then not Nick bad. Stram, of course, is matriculating up the field. It's like he's actually got more than I thought. Yeah, that was, yeah that's I, it. Yeah, that's, I that's, we, we threw a bunch of curveballs. Really got, I'm, I, I'm not sure if I 100% believe it. I don't it, either. I, think you might I don't believe stuff. it. Because next time I'm going to mark down things I think you're not getting yeah. and then Good. bring them up and see what happens. Because I yeah. We'll I, I feel like there's some we glance over, sure, gloss over that you're uh, not your fault because you're uh, probably in in one ear out the other. Yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of extra garbage going on over here. Oh, <laughs> a little. All right, we'll be back next week, uh, Jose. We're still looking for the next animation to do, Jose Mesa Creator, uh, on various forms of social media. You should have people uh, yes. tweet into you and ask him, have him do that. Yeah, so who's suggest? Yeah, that's yeah, that's a good idea. The the um, they're all good ideas. Oh, somebody had said that. Uh, I, I got one message today. People were excited about you get picking the score. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, the wrong teams, but the score. Yeah, but I got it right. Yeah, yeah. I didn't uh, pick a team. That's ridiculous. I'm not a. So we'll look for something to animate. Um, Sean, great job. Um, Scott Long, who doesn't love Scott Long? <laughs> Big, big news for me today. Uh, there's a guy who has 18,000 fo- that he follows on Twitter, and he followed me today. Frank Caliendo, I saw, followed me today. You clicked to follow Scott Long? Oh, you know, I didn't know I didn't follow him. I, did, I, looked, I was looking through, he retweeted <laughs> something, and I was like, yeah. Scott Long. And I, and I go, I'm not following him, so I followed him. I was like, holy crap. Finally. Scott's there's, never brought it up. It's been, it's been noticed uh, it's, probably every morning. Yeah. He's like, nope. 
Another 24. I, I look at I every know. morning, I'm like, <laughs> five or six he years. has 18,000 people he follows. No, no, no. The best man at his wedding just got it know that. You're the best man at his wedding? I was. I'll tell you the story God. of how he proposed. He was involved with proposing. Yeah, uh, that was not. Great. We'll do that next time. But my God, I would. I didn't know. I didn't know, Scott. You'd be one of the first few I clicked. No, I'm, it's hilarious. There are it plenty of people I don't funnier. even. Know. It's funny because I don't even think about it because um, it's not that important. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it was really funny. Important. They're expendable people, <laughs> like interns. Like that's right. He knows. He knows his role. I just want to. I think the show should have ended. I, they're expendable people. Oh, I like that.